This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. You're listening to the Sweet Baby Rodney Podcast. Top of the morning, you sick fucks. Welcome to the Sweet Baby Rodney Podcast, the podcast you listen to if you're lame as hell. I'm Rodney Jean Baptiste, and I am the host for today. And this is episode 18 called A Cold Bottle of Coronavirus with Shepherd's Pie. Yeah, I just thought about that. I love it. But I just want to say happy St. Patrick's Day if you celebrate that. Make sure you wear green or else your ass will get pinched. And you know me, I like my favorite color, it's green. But who gives a fuck except for today? Alright, what's next on the list? We got the updates. The updates, the updates, updates. Uh, just nothing personal except the fact that I finally, I finally got my driver's license. So, let's give that a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. I took it at the Rage Driving School, and it took me about $200. As you know, you probably heard it from now. I took it at the driver, I took it at the um, DMV, and I hated it. I uh, failed twice, so I was like, fuck this. I'm just paying $200 just to, um, just to get a license. I don't have a car yet, but I am. Um, that's going to be next on the update, but not now, but... I am, I am thinking about getting in the car. Alright, what's next? So, the next thing in the updates is pretty much um, something I've been trying to do for a while. Uh, I started thinking, of, I started to look myself in the mirror and I just realized how much, how much I lost. You know, I was top of my class, I was getting good grades, all that, and now I'm working per diem for a retirement home, which that can barely pay rent because now they're making me do two days a week, something like that. But, uh, it's all right. So, I just thought of um, doing something and I did EB. I was thinking about an EB um, job, you know, electric boat, electric boat. Uh, that was next on my list, and it was for me to, uh, I have to take a test in order to see if I'm qualified in order to train. So with that, I did pass the test, okay, it wasn't that hard, but, um, I don't know, I've been looking around to see who, uh, if there's any available shifts, there's barely anything there, no one's contacting me yet, uh, I think I have to, uh, figure out a way on why. Or I have to call them. I have been emailing them about that, but uh, no response has been uh, given to me. But uh, what are you gonna do? So yeah, uh, when I do get this job at EB, I finally have a full-time job that pays well and has overtime. So yeah, and. 
is a big change for me. So, yeah. And uh, next on the list, it's kind of a downer, but uh, it's something that I have to get out of my chest. So, the update was that, you know what happened um, when I was in college, right? Pretty much why I started this podcast, because I wanted to talk about my life in college. But, as you know, things don't go well, and I uh, I got dro- I dropped out because I couldn't be able to pay for the rest of the semester. And now, uh, it's coming back. I'm not going back to college ever. But, um, I have been, got called by the debt collection. So that all over my ass. And now, because they need their money, now I have to figure out a way. And now, they tell me I have to pay like about 15K. And, like, they know my situation is not, it's not good. Um, that's why I want to get this EB testing so I could be able to pay, I don't know, like $300 a month just in order to pay off that. Uh, yeah, because I was thinking about doing something like that, but they won't let me pay less than that. And right now I'm in a really tight space. But, yeah, so since I took that EB testing, I have a little bit of hope. I just hope that they have a little hope on me. And after this, I just realized I'm never going. I don't ever want to go to college again. Like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, college is good and all that, but after all of this, I really don't want to do this bullshit again. Maybe I'll take a few classes. Maybe not. But as for now, I I I don't want to go to college anymore. I never want to go to college again. Okay. I did high school. I was I did high school. I was great at that. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, really. I know 92k is a really good amount, but that shit's child's play in order what I have to pay now. I would just hope that something goes on my way. Maybe I'll win the lottery or something. Or maybe I uh, get a scholarship. If they even do scholarships in my situation, I just gotta, uh, I'll just look it up. But as for now, yeah. So, our next on the list is pretty much what I'm doing now. Um, what, what am I doing now uh, instead of getting an EB job? So, what's next is that I have finally got myself a second job. And this second job is. It's all right, you know. A job's a job. You're not you're not gonna like every job. Well, that's the point. But the thing is, is that um, I don't know. I use this job for a part time, and I gotta figure out how to uh, learn more situations in this because uh, I don't know. It's starting to get. I'm starting to be a little sloppy. On the first three days, I know it's like simple for guys who just started, but I need to know what's going on, and I just hope that I don't screw this up because I really need this job as well. Because now they're paying. You guys are giving because um, Fairview they're giving me two dollars. 
uh, it would be two days each week. So I got to fill that somehow without a job. But I'm going to have a second job. It's just something to pay off the bills and stuff. And maybe get a car. But that's enough for updates. Uh, so, yeah. It's pretty alright. A little sad, but pretty alright. And what are you going to do? Everything has life. Everything has disadvantages and advantages. But, that's not all. So, the next thing on the list is pretty much what happened when I was away. And, what I mean away, I mean that I went to see... The wrestling state cha- wrestling states championship in Guilford, and it was awesome. Yeah, sometimes I was always on my phone, but mostly because I'm an introvert and I don't know these people. I don't really know these people, so talking to them just feels way too weird. But uh. I just want to see my, um, I'm going to just tell you right now, I'm going to say my congrats, then I'm going to tell you, um, my reactions to all this, so, congrats to Keanu, Tayshawn, Carl, Max, Timothy, Boozer, and Jaden, uh, they're the ones who got in the States, and they got so far up in the States, uh, way farther than I thought it would be, but, hey, they surprise you, speaking of surprises, Here's the thing that really surprised me and really upset me. So, I don't know. I never told you guys this guy, but this guy named Tayshawn Williams. He is awesome. But, what happened at States, it really upset me. Like, I'm not fucking, I'm not fucking playing right now. See, so... I just I just witnessed Tayshawn losing to a fucking headlock. You guys may be wondering, okay, he lost to a headlock. Why the fuck do I care? Um, here's the thing, though. The guy was undefeated all oh, uh, all his all this entire season. All this entire season. So he lost. He won every single match from varsity. Then to ECCs when he became ECC champ. Then he lost to a guy from a headlock. You don't know how upset I was because the guy just defeated the streak. You know, that's just like the undertaker to me. So when that guy lost, I was upset as hell. Like, I know people say... So what? He lost. But no, listen. This was really upsetting to me because that guy was like my. Uh, yo, I got so. That t- that pretty much tells you what can happen in the uh, in states. No, uh, nothing is predictable. Like, like. He lost twice in that. He lost twice. One, one, one day, and one at the other. So seeing this, seeing that was really. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm just saying that shit fucking upset me. But uh, 
But yeah, he put up a good yeah, he put up really good matches. Still though. Then again. But but that's enough about him. Uh love you, Tayshawn. But uh, the only, uh, the last upset, um, the only, um, upset victory, uh, I, I also witnessed was, uh, Maxis. Uh, he was going at it, you know, he was, I could tell that he was tired, but who else, but who isn't in this, in, in this, because, you know, but when he was... But when he was doing it, it felt like he almost given up a little. But I know he could do way better. I know he can do better, but yeah. But he was so close to winning, though. So that's what got me. And he was uh, so he was about to get that. Um, I think it was a point, uh, a point on. I mean, he was a point ahead. So next thing you know, the opponent he went over and. He tried to get he tried to get down for his two. I was thinking it was like five seconds in the third um in the third uh what you call it. It was five seconds in the third uh, round. So okay. Then next thing you know, right when the uh, right when it starts to zero, he get um starts to get to zero, he got the two and Max lost. That was pretty upset that was pretty much an upset victory. That was pretty much an upset victory. But things will happen. Uh, but things will happen, and uh, I do want to see more of him in the future. Well, until his life. Well, until his senior year. But that's it. But I like to thank the. I would like to thank the New London Wrestling Team for letting me go on this. Um, to go on this, and I also appreciate. I also appreciate every varsity and also. The seniors who are gonna graduate this man uh, graduate this June. Uh, that would be Carl, that would be Timmy, and that would be Boozer. And also, also Xavier. Yeah, Xavier. He's not in varsity, but I know who he is. So yeah, that was last month, and it was pretty all right. All right. So, the next thing in the list, the thing that everyone's been talking about, the thing that really gets into people's skin, the coronavirus. Here's the, here's the thing, though. It's not that fucking bad. Uh, uh, let me just say, uh, look, look, I... I'm not scared, okay? I'm not worried about any of the coronavirus. Sure, there's a few cases in Connecticut. Uh, there's a few cases in Connecticut. But here's the thing, though. The coronavirus is completely treatable. And the only way you will die from it if you have a messed up immune system. So, if you have a messed up immune system, yeah, you gotta be worried about that. But I don't. And I have a I have a 99% chance of passing over it. People saying, what the fuck is the solution? But, you know how it started? 
Motherfuckers eating bats. No, seriously, who the fuck eats a bat? I don't. I don't know what China's up in this thing. People say it's the China vi uh, China's flu, um, because I don't know. We could say the Spanish flu, but that's not how it works at all. I'm like, we evolved from that. Well, pretty much, pretty um, sometimes evolved. But the thing is that we can't just uh, pinpoint it on one specific um, one specific uh, country. There's something. That's why it's called. Uh, that's why it really upsets me. People say it's like a terrorist type of stuff, but I don't. I don't think. I don't think man-made is something like that. Man, uh, I think when it was man, it would be def It would be way more worse because they have a more. Um, they have a better way to up controlling it. So, go with that. I'm not worried. Obviously, stay safe, wash your damn hands, and don't touch your face. Yeah, so, it's, yeah, it's really getting into people. Like, I think there was, uh, I think there was a case in Mystic, and I might be wrong, and also New London. I just heard that from somebody, so, I'm not, I may not be wrong, but, I may be wrong, or maybe not, but... I don't know. It's just something that you guys should not be worried about. So the next thing is uh, so. So yeah, but here's the thing that gets me: it's the toilet paper. Okay. No, no, no. Let me tell you, the toilet paper is. You don't need twenty-five rolls of toilet paper. You don't need like twenty-five packs of toilet paper. You're gonna clog up your fucking sink because you're using too much toilet paper. You guys act like it's a shit thing. Like you you get the coronavirus and you start shitting. First of all, get a bidet. Okay? I don't have one, but you gotta get a bidet if this shit happens. Like literally, literally, when I went to the store last when I went to the store yesterday, there was literally no toilet paper and something like that it should not happen because of a little scare there are like 84,000 cases probably even way more than that of the flu every year but with this corona thing everyone is so upsetting everyone is so scared about getting it so they just stock up they act like it's a zombie apocalypse or some shit no, no, I'm, no, I'm telling you, this is really pissing me off. That's not how. It's gonna be fine. That's what I'm trying to say. You, you don't need a shit ton of toilet paper. You know, people. Now people are selling hand sanitizer for profit. Don't get me wrong. That's a pretty smart idea. How what? However, that's not necessary. Yeah, so now when I go to the store and I want to get myself some chicken, there's nothing in there. Like, there's no chicken, there's no steak. The only steaks in there are the really expensive kinds, but nobody want to buy that. 
Seriously, I was at Big Y yesterday, and there was nothing. You don't need that much fucking shit. There was no more eggs, too. Where am I going to get more eggs? I need some omelets. You don't need 25 freaking packs of them. What the fuck? Shit. <sighs> I'm sorry. But, I'm just saying, the coronavirus is going to pass through. Yes, you need to wash your hands. Obviously, you need to wash your hands. But you don't need to fucking do this shit. So. Oh, just stay safe. That's all I gotta say. Alright, enough about this, but. Yeah. It's like that same bull. It's just, it's just straight up bullshit. All right. Um, I already did all life as an adult thing, but you know what? Um, I gotta use the bathroom, so uh, let's go to commercial. Uh, I'm gonna go to commercial real quick. See ya. Hey guys, tired of smelling like a bitch? Need some pussy on your dick? Wondering why your wife's cheating? Old Spice will solve your problems. Choose one of the seven main lines for your grooming needs. I use the red collection for swagger. So go ahead and pick your favorite. It has all you need for all eternity. Been here for 80 years. Why not anymore? Now stop listening and go take a shower, you smelly fox. This podcast is not sponsored by Old Spice. Alright, thank you for listening to my commercial. Yeah, it took me... It. It's just something that I wanted to do. But that's enough about that. So, what's next is, it's going to be a really short one. I know I say short ones because they're usually like, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes. And I bet you some people are not even listening right now. But, uh, the next thing on the list is, uh, movie and song of the podcast. So, I got this requested. And the movie of the podcast is the movie called Hook. It was by Robert Williams and also, um, I forgot the guy's name, but he played, uh, he played Captain Hook. So this story is pretty much a story by Steven Spielberg when Peter Pan finally grows up and now he must go back to Neverland to rescue his kids. Uh, my reaction was it's a bit nostalgic. I never actually seen the movie. So like if I was younger and I watched this movie like many times, I would absolutely love it. But now as a kid, now as a grown-up, um I did like it. Don't get me wrong, but it's not it's not of it's not best of Steven Spielberg's work. You know. Like I expected a little bit more from the guy who did Jurassic Park, who did Jaws, and who did and who did um Saving Private Ryan, all that stuff. Like this is the same guy who did all this, so I'll see him doing this, it's kind 
kind of uh I expected more. No. I expected more of a of that good charming um guy. But yeah, I can see why people like it. But that's just my opinion. Since when do people care about my opinion? So yeah, go on ahead and watch up that movie if you've seen it. Get yourself a little bit on a nostalgic trip. It's on Netflix. And uh yeah. So I'm gonna go on ahead and give you guys the song of the podcast. So stay tuned. You know it's hard out here for Pam. Okay, so the song of the podcast is It is Hard Out Here for a Pimp. A song is from the movie Hustle and Flow. And it stars Taryn, uh, Tara Tower and Taraj, Taraji J. Henson, Cookie from Empire. Yeah, so this is pretty much a story about a pimp who wants something more in life than just giving out girls to clients. So, and he wants to become a a rap, a hip hop artist. And he goes all his way into it. I like the story. I really do. And fun fact, this song actually won a Oscar for best original song. So, imagine 3 6 Mafia winning this award. In the two thousand in two thousand six, <laughs> I'm telling you that shows you that anybody can win an Oscar. That should pretty much show you that it doesn't matter who you are, any anyone can win an Oscar. And that's like the second hip hop artist to ever win an Oscar, um, besides Eminem for "Lose Yourself." So yeah. Um, go ahead and watch these movie. Uh, watch the movie and. Listen to the song if you want to. And, you know, have yourself a good time. Yeah. So, um, pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I told you guys, uh, last podcast I was going to tell you what happened. Um, what happened during my spring break in. 2017 uh yeah yeah okay yeah I told you guys um I told you guys that I was gonna tell you what happened during my black college tour in March okay so yeah I got more time okay guys so this is gonna be a really fucked up story I like the trip but it wasn't really for me. It was for um, the twins that I know, uh, Sean and Shane. Uh, shout out to you guys. But uh, so yeah, let's get started on this. So you know, first day we went up down to um, 
I think Washington D.C. Yeah, we went down to Washington D.C. and we went to see Howard University. We went to see Duke. I think I can't remember any of these. I can't remember any of these. Oh, I can't remember any of these. It was like three day, three years ago. But during that, it was just. Uh, we went to five colleges. I, I the only one I remember was Elizabeth City. And and that was and that wasn't even the best one. But as a few days goes on, you know, I just started thinking about it. Maybe I could go to Howard. Maybe I could go to Howard. Maybe not. Maybe I could go to this school. It was like three hundred dollars. So I was really considering thinking about going there. I actually applied to Morgan. That's the one. Morgan State University. Because uh, I went to one of their trips and. Yeah, it was all right, but as you know, things don't go out as well as you expected, and it really fucking sucks when it doesn't. So what's ne- so? So I was having a lot of fun on this trip. I was having a good with friends, you know. It's, and it was weird because most of my friends are white people, so going on this trip with not with not many white. Well, I was not going out with my friends, which are mostly white, not black. It was kind of weird, but it was kind of expected, obviously. But, uh, so yeah, that went into a, yeah, that, that was started fun at first. Uh, let me tell you this. It went from way up high to way down low in this trip. So, next thing on the list was pretty much what happened during... Uh, so I was, we went to like three different hotels. Yeah, three. And, you know, I was having a little bit of experience, you know. Like, yeah, I get it. I am an oppressed African-American. That's how I was born with. That's how, that's something that's never going to change. Okay. But part of me really, uh, like, I'm not trying to be rude, but part of me doesn't really care about that. Mostly because if I'm going to get in, because mostly because it doesn't really happen to me. Yeah, it happens to people that don't deserve it at all, especially by a cop, by cops. And that's why people don't trust the police anymore. Like, if you guys are the ones that harming us, we're not going to go to you guys anymore. You guys are not doing, you guys are doing, not doing your job and you guys are getting away with it. But... Here's the thing, though. I'm not really worried about... I, I really don't care about that. Because... There comes a time... Where... You just realize... You... It's just... You... You realize that... People will... People will kill... To be a black man today... Anyone now? Because so they will be thankful for being targeted today than they were targeted back then. Back where there was white, white only, colored only, uh, Negroes get the hell out of here. All this stuff. Oh, I'm a whip. Uh, I'm a whip you because uh, you know that. Sorry, master. All that type of shit. So. In a way, it's, yeah, don't get me wrong. 
innocent black people are going to jail and it's kind of like slavery well evolved slavery for some people but there are um, black people that really do deserve it and not not like deserve the slavery I'm talking about like deserve going to jail and all that stuff but it's just something that it's just something that it becomes way too complex so I just stopped caring about that and I pray to uh, no, I don't pray to God but I really hope that none of this ever happens to people that I know especially like Shane and Sean um, these twins they are down in Georgia having fun they also yeah they also they also um is kitchen to know like a few I think shit, last year two years ago they created a bill to have uh, to have African and American studies into their uh, Connecticut schools and it won't start until 2023 so congratulations to them you guys started an evolution and you guys stick with it but enough about that so on the trip it was yeah so I was hanging out with this guy he knows who he is but it started become more of a situation where I don't know it just seems a little off to me I was thinking uh, it felt like different and I was really thinking is this the life I really wanted just to go to a college um, just because of the skin but that really much that pretty much happens like after the trip but yeah I was actually considering thinking about going to this school but before I thought about that and it was just something that was really um, inspiring to me so here's things where it get a little fun and things would get a little low so when I was in there there was like like let me tell you in this trip they would have like a lot of people um a lot of people at this trip there was from people from NFA there was people from Groton um I think Montville as well maybe not but I know obviously there was from from New London but other than that there was a lot there um, there was nothing else but when I tell you Yo, these NFA girls, yo, they were, they were bugging as hell. Like, think about it. As a 17-year-old, no, scratch that, 16-year-old, getting, getting all that booty. It was like everywhere, shaking asses, all that. That just pretty much proves how success how, how much that shit really got to me so i will rem i remember that night obviously because there was some shit but you got me thinking this is the best day ever <laughs> and this is not even what the uh, thing's about so yeah ah yeah but <laughs> Um, but I'm not going to talk more about that because that's pretty much what happened. But here's the thing, though. 
that was like exhilarating, but the next day, that's where shit, that's where it became one of the worst days that I hate talking about. Um, so we got off, we finally finished our tour. I mean, we finally finished, yeah, we finally finished the Black College tour. You know, it was fun, fun for somehow. But, um, here's what happened. So, imagine, um, you're in this new hotel, and there was this guy uh, who you made friends with, with a bunch of other guys at the school, um, at the at the tour. We decided, hey, let's go up to the girls' room. We ain't gonna do anything, obviously. Speaking of, I got something um, else. And you go on ahead because, I don't know, you like to. Uh, if maybe you sometimes uh, question if it was peer pressure or was it your own choice. Pretty much my own choice. But, yeah, so you go, you realize yourself, hey, let's not, uh, let's not go, uh, let's go over there. And we had this planned out because we had a guideline. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. You can't do that. So we had this plan. And then when things gone awry, uh, we had to figure this out. So. What happened was that we got up there, right? And we just uh things uh things were uh was trying to go as planned. We were trying to run up up to the uh, up to the stairs, right? Uh to the girls' room. Uh things then we got stopped. Uh then we went to the uh we didn't get in the room. But we were trying to get in the way, but things went away. So we went back down to the stairs because, as you know, we heard the adults from the other side of the stairs, uh, uh, from the other side of the hotel, of the stairs. She saw me, only me. Let me get you. Let me get you like this. She saw only me. They didn't see my. They didn't see the guys I was with. So I was thinking to myself. I hope she did not fucking see me. So we went down one stairs. Uh, we went one one floor down, right? And we started fucking running for no reason. Then I saw these two girls running with. Uh, saw these two girls. I was in our trip running from us as well. And I was just like, oh shit! And I was running like I was in track and field. Seriously, if I knew I was gonna. Seriously, if that's the motivation, I should have just done track and field in the spring. Nah, that ain't the move. I'm too fat as hell. But seriously, we were walking down and then I ran back into my room and I was thinking to myself, did I fucking got away with that shit? Holy shit. And then my roommate, well, not my roommate who is now, but my roommate back in the trip, he was like in the other room with his other friend. So I was thinking, holy shit, I finally got away with it. And and it was like so exhilarating. But then next thing you know, 
the door knocked. And by then, I knew I completely fucked up. Um, so I opened the door, right? And I'm sorry, my heart's pumping, so I couldn't, I can't, I couldn't speak, but my heart's pumping and and when I opened it, she knew that it was fucking me. She knew like it was only me doing that shit. I took the rap for the guys. They don't know that I was the only one there. I didn't know that they were there. They just saw me. And the girl the the grown up that was there, she was disappointed obviously. Then she said she was gonna call my mom. That's where things got way too emotional. And it became something I never wanna feel again. Constant fear. Like, what she's gonna do to me? What's gonna happen? Then I just straight up start bawling. Crawled on the floor, straight up bawling. Like I'm not joking. Like this shit actually happened. And all this tears just running out of my eyes, never stopping. I couldn't breathe. I was just then. Next thing you know, the other guy came. The the other um the guy who was running the whole tour thing. He came up. He was furious about all this. I still took the rap for them. Um, they tried to confess and all that, but that's where things got way too emotional. So. I was just like crawling for like shit for like an hour. Then I finally went back to sleep. And I tell you, that shit was like so embarrassing. It was way too embarrassing. Like, I really don't ever want to feel that way. I never want the people that I know. I don't want my kids, if I ever do have kids, but I don't never want to feel my kids to have that constant emotional fear of someone when they're telling their parents or when someone's saying that they're going to call their parents like it was that it was just it was just way too much to risk it then in the morning day I just started out depressed as hell I got out of the room and I started crying outside the hallway. Then, next thing you know, the guy came. Uh, next thing you know, the guys came back, and they told me that they were not gonna call my mom. So, I was like thanking them, all this, all that, and. That really got to me during that day. That's when I realized fear is fucking controlling my life. It's letting, it's preventing me to do the things that I want to do. And 
it's stuff like that that really gets to me. Especially t um, telling my mom anything. Like, what she's going to do. What is she going to say. How she's going to react. And that was just one of the... Be that was just one of the things that's happened. Like, what does she say? Like, how... Like, when do I tell her how I want, uh, my graduation date? When do I tell her I want to go to Italy? When do I tell her that an Italian exchange guy is coming to live in our house? Like... That shit. That right there. It's. That was controlling my life. That was kept controlling my life. And I still feel. And I do still feel that day. But. You know. You gotta move on. Do I wish I'd never done all that? Absolutely. Everyone who was at that trap knew what the fuck happened. So. Feeling that way was way too much. I never want this to happen to anyone else. But, um. So, yeah. That's. And after that, we went straight on home. So that's pretty much what happened during that um, college tour. The thing is, I never even went to anyone's room because it went because the plan went awry. So, so yeah. Anyways, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna end the podcast here. So yeah, uh, happy St. Patty's Day, and um, also make sure you guys be safe because of this Corona thing. Like this shit is really getting into people, and. Uh, I hope that you guys have a wonderful gay. Not a wonderful gay, a wonderful day. Sorry. But um yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Make sure you give it a five star on iTunes and make sure you subscribe on Google Play and uh, and give me some remarks on what should I do? What should I do? And I was, and I'm thinking about getting um new uh, equipment before next uh before the next podcast. So I just want to let you know if you see a stripper, make sure you suck the titties. Alright, I'm gonna go fuck your mom. Peace. That's all, folks.